Japan is going to launch the world's first wooden satellite. A female passenger is fined for forcibly performing oral sex on another passenger. And a mom loses hundreds of thousands of dollars in an insurance claim after she was pictured throwing a Christmas tree. These are the weird stories for Wednesday on Weird AF News, the only daily weird news podcast recorded in a closet. Yippee. Japan is going to launch the world's first wooden satellite. And we've come full circle when it comes to wooden vessels, haven't we? We used to explore the world with wooden ships. You guys remember hanging out with Columbus and all those cats? And now we're going to explore space with wood. I don't know you could do that, but leave it up to Japan. They'll make anything out of wood. Japanese scientists have created one of the world's most unusual spacecraft. It's a tiny little satellite that is made of timber. It's called the Lignosat Probe. It's been built out of magnolia wood, in case you were wondering what sort of wood. Magnolia, perfect. When I look at a magnolia tree, I'm like, that's perfect for space exploration. I always thought that. Um, It's built of magnolia wood, which in experiments carried out on the International Space Station was found to be particularly stable and quite resistant to cracking. Now, plans are being finalized for this wooden satellite to be launched this summer. Hey, why stop at wood? Just shoot up some bonsai trees, some bird nests, some origami praying mantises. How about some of those uh, panty vending machines that uh, Japan is so known for? You can buy panties out of vending machines. You can buy everything out of a vending machine in Japan. I can't wait to go back. I'm going to try and buy everything out of vending machines. Don't worry, I'll take some videos so you guys can see me buying things out of vending machines. I heard they, they sell sex toys out of vending machines. How am I not talking about vending machines after talking about wooden satellites? What is the link there? The timber satellite has been built by researchers at Kyoto University and the logging company called Sumitomo Forestry in order to test the idea of using some biodegradable materials such as wood to see if they can act as environmentally friendly alternatives to the metals from which all satellites are currently constructed. All right, so we're moving from metal to wood, but, you know, wood has some issues as well. Um, I, I don't know if, if there's space termites, but that could be a thing that would ruin your satellite if there's space termites up there. Also, if something happens to the satellite, is it going to just rain space splinters on top of our heads? I don't want that. We have a quote here from a Japanese astronaut and an aerospace engineer who says, All the satellites which re-enter the Earth's atmosphere burn, and they create tiny alumina particles, which will float in the upper atmosphere for many years, and eventually it will affect the environment of the Earth. All right, so this is predominantly an environmental choice, uh, which is what I suspected. They tested several types of wood for the satellite, including Japanese cherry, but uh, they found that wood from magnolia trees provided the most robust satellite structure. This has now been used to build Kyoto's wooden satellite, which will contain a number of experiments that will determine how well the spacecraft performs in orbit. I wonder if they're going to launch this wooden satellite using a catapult. I mean, just really take the whole operation old school, right? It says if this wooden satellite performs well during its operation in orbit, then the door could be open for the use of wood as a construction material for more satellites. 
It is estimated that more than 2,000 spacecraft are likely to be launched annually in the coming years. And the aluminum that they are likely to deposit in the upper atmosphere as they burn up upon re-entry could soon pose some major environmental problems for the Earth. It says here, this should not be a problem with satellites made out of wood, such as a Lignosat, which when it burns up as it re-enters the Earth's atmosphere after completing its mission, it will only produce a fine spray of some biodegradable ash. That's nice. And then you don't have to worry about a satellite landing on your roof as well, I'd imagine, or pieces of a satellite. I don't know if that happens. It sounds like it would. I want to know what um, aliens watching us think of all of this. <laughs> Probably. Check it out, bro. Dude, they're using wood now. Can you look at this? <laughs> LOL, wood. Come on. You know, I think the most surprising aspect of this story is that the wooden satellite isn't being launched by the Amish. That's what surprised me. <laughs> A female passenger has been fined for forcibly performing oral sex on a man. You know, my experiences on these airlines has been so much different than the stories that I frequently cover on Weird AF News. Apparently a passenger forcibly performed oral sex on a man. That's never happened to me, but then again, I've never, I never flew super duper first fellatio class, so maybe that's what comes with it. <laughs> A woman, woman was detained and fined for allegedly performing oral sex on a man who tried to push her away on the plane. I can't stand sharing an armrest. Sir, sir, you're going to have to help me get through this. We have here a 29-year-old woman named Valeria. She was riding in economy class aboard a five-hour flight from Turkey to Moscow when she allegedly sexually assaulted her seat neighbor. We have a quote here from the Russian media saying... She pulled down his trousers and committed violent acts of a sexual nature. Later, the neighbor stopped resisting. All of this happened in front of the flight attendants and other passengers. Wow. And to think, I, I mean, I was annoyed at the kid that was kicking my seat on the way to Dallas. Uh, I wasn't sexually assaulted. And I find it hard to believe that all these people just watched. The, the crew and the passengers just watched all this go down. If a crazy woman had my genitalia in her kisser and no one was helping me, I, you know, I, I, would, I wouldn't even know what to think. I wouldn't believe that it was actually happening. How helpless. Now, the reports are that this passenger was intoxicated and she was allowed to finish her act. Allowed to finish her act. I will give oral pleasure to this entire plane if my demands aren't met to completion. <laughs> How does this even go down? There's some video from the altercation on the plane showing this woman rummaging in a pile of trash that was spilled in the gallery for a $100 bill, which she then allegedly used to bribe the stewardess. <laughs> oh, yeah, there's a photo of her. It's a cute blonde girl. Uh, looks pretty crazy, though. Wouldn't want to be sitting next to this maniac. They say here, surprisingly, the flight attendants waited until the end of the, quote, action and only then moved Valeria further away from the passenger. The woman fought back and did not want to leave her newly made companion. <laughs> this is out of control. Valeria was accused of smoking an e-cigarette and pouring hot water on the floor as well. Says here they managed to keep this woman away from the passenger that she obviously had a crush on. And when police finally came on board to detain her at the end of the flight... Passengers reportedly cheered and clapped 
Well, you know, a little late, guys, to show support. You should have stepped in a little earlier. Now, following her arrest, Valeria told the media, quote, Everything was fine. I had a good time on the plane. <laughs> yeah, she sure did have a good time on the plane. She's been fined 500 rubles for all of this, which is equivalent to $5.64. <laughs> she raped a guy and was fined $5. What? How was she not arrested? This doesn't make any sense. Just a small fine for sexually assaulting a man. That's it. $5.64. She probably made more than that in tips during the whole escapade, I'd imagine. Wow. It's not very safe for Russian men, it sounds like. A woman loses her injury claim after she was photographed tossing a Christmas tree. A mother has had her $800,000 insurance claim dismissed by a court in Ireland after a photo emerged of her winning a contest to see who could toss a tree the furthest. Her name is Camilla Grabska. She's 36 years old. She claimed that a car accident left her with debilitating pain, leaving her unable to lift things such as heavy bags and has kept her in bed on very bad days because of the debilitating pain. According to the media, the constant pain in her back, neck, and spine left her unable to lift groceries, do chores, or play with her two children. Uh, she sued an insurance company called RSA Insurance on the basis that she could not work for over five years, claiming for past and future loss of earnings, which amounted to around $542,000 of her total claim. Her case became unstuck unstuck funny word her case became unstuck when a photo published in the same newspaper almost a year after her accident showed her winning a christmas tree throwing contest <laughs> you dummy all she had to do <laughs> was not participate in a heavy object throwing contest that's covered heavily by the mainstream media that's all <laughs> imagine how many pos's get away with insurance fraud like this simply because they have the common sense to not participate in vegetation throwing contests <laughs> oh man people like her are exactly why our insurance rates are so damn high i'm glad they caught her so initially they took a photo of her forcefully throwing a tree in the town of ennis in western ireland where the championship takes place um, it's based on an old lumberjack competition apparently where they cut up logs and throw trees around. It's a strange contest, but not a lot to do in Western Ireland, I'd imagine. The winner is the person who throws the Christmas tree the longest distance. A second photo published the next day showed her smiling as she holds a certificate declaring her the actual champion of the tree throwing contest. <laughs> um, if you're gonna if you're gonna commit fraud, there's a way to do it. There's a way to not do it. First of all, don't participate in a lumberjack competition, A. But if you're gonna, don't be the winner. <laughs> they share your photo a little more widely when you're the winner. They talk about you. Your name is spoken in the town for a few days because you're a strong woman that throws the Christmas tree the longest. Well, yeah. Now, of course, she was taken to court for this, and when she was examined, she claimed she still felt pain even when she threw that Christmas tree. <laughs> but but when she was smiling in the photos because she was trying to live a normal life. Mm -hmm. 
Is someone going to explain to her that participating in uh, tree throwing contests isn't exactly normal? <laughs> Don't you love her excuse? Yeah, no, I know I was throwing 180 pound trees around, but I mean, it kind of it kind of hurt when I did it. I mean. <laughs> It wasn't like it was a pain-free Christmas tree-throwing competition. You know, I felt it. Now, thankfully, the judge who presided over the case said that she had no choice but to dismiss her claim because of the, quote, very graphic photo of Grabska throwing the Christmas tree, which was at odds with the medical evidence that was provided. The judge said, quote, I'm afraid I cannot but conclude her claims were entirely exaggerated. Good job, judge. I think that was an adequate decision. It's hard with these insurance fraud cases. Hard to prove that they're fraud. I mean, unless, of course, you win a public feat of strength, then pretty easy to prove. This story makes me wonder, do insurance companies create such events in order, order to catch fraudsters? You can see that, right? Hey, man, what happened to your case? Ah, oh, man, I got caught. It was fraud, yeah. I participated in the annual Turn Your Head competition. So much for that accident claim. Yay! Hey, my friends. Thanks again for spending some time with your friend Jonesy and the Weird AF News podcast. I appreciate that. I also appreciate the nice review that I got on Amazon from Chris Elliott, who gave me five stars. The title of the review is My Morning Routine. I gotta say, I love Jonesy and the way he presents the news. The weird news. This is my morning routine as I sit on the pot and listen. I'm normally a day behind since I listen in the mornings. The real neat thing is when you send Jonesy an article and you hear it on one of the episodes, it's pretty awesome. Then again, he probably got the same email from several folks. Smiley face. Isn't that a nice, sweet review from Chris Elliott? Thank you, Chris, so much. Thanks for the five stars, buddy. I appreciate that very, very much. As you know, I often get one-star reviews on here, which make no sense to me, but they happen, so I appreciate that. Um, you're, you're helping raising my rating out of the basement with your five stars, and it's nice to hear that you listen on the pot. Yeah, yeah Weird AF News is great to listen to on the pot, am I right? Now, that could mean two things. You could be on the pot, like, you know, taking a deuce, or you could be on the pot, like on the marijuana. You know, the devil's lettuce, that's another pot that you could be on. You could be on them both at the same time. You could be on the marijuana, also known as the, de the devil's lettuce, and taking a number two. Same time. That's, that's listening on the pot. Anyways, I'm, I'm starting to sound ridiculous on this outro, but, um, you know, this is what happens. Anyways, I want to thank Chris Elliott. If you guys want to leave me a, re a review, just go to Amazon. It's really helpful. You can also leave a review on Apple Podcasts. And if you're listening on Spotify, you, could, you can give me five stars on there. That only takes a minute. So that's pretty helpful as well. Anyways, um, I had a good time. I hope you enjoyed it. Thanks to everybody who sent me articles and kind emails. If you want to call the show, I have a phone number. It's 646-450-2012. Feel free to leave a message. You can email me at funnyjones at gmail.com. If... Um, if you have a relative that just died and left you some money and you would like to support the Weird AF News podcast, just go to weirdafnews.com where you can give Jonesy a PayPal donation. You can buy him a cup of coffee or you can join the Patreon. Super cool. Nice ways to support Weird AF News. Nice ways to support a one-man operation inside a closet, don't you think? Anyways, I appreciate all the love and support. I really do. And we'll see you tomorrow, my friends. 
take it easy, but take it. <laughs>